This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. Before we get into our guests, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot a little yes, bit. Yes, I can't. You have a big smile on your face. You impersonated me recently. <laughs> yes. And I guess I was a big hit. <laughs> it was. So I'm uh, getting my master's at night here at Penn, and we had a, cl- a communications class where you had to uh, basically act someone who has a very different communication style than your own. So I picked Nick. We were very yin and yang here you know, at work. <laughs> Nick is... You know, direct leads with the head, not the heart. I'm like heart first. You know, feelings priority. So I had to spend ten minutes. You know, I interviewed Nick, and then I had to speak, and I had to like dress up in like a Nick-like outfit, which is actually almost what I'm wearing today. Very close so to what I you're have, wearing today. I, for those of you that obviously cannot see me, I'm wearing an Oxford shirt with a, a Wharton Patagonia vest. Mm. So that's what you. That, wore. that is what I wore, <laughs> um, and people thought you were hilarious, or me as you was hilarious, but it was. I think a very good, I mean, an interesting learning experience because we've worked together for four years. We talked for five hours a day for four (laughs) years. You'd think it would have been easier and just very natural to go like, okay, I can be Nick. But it it actually took a lot of conscious thought to go, okay, what do we do different communication wise? You don't, um, when we're in business settings, like smile the whole time. I'm Smiling more than people half may the time. have a specific a word for that or phrase for that. I think the, <laughs> the acronym would be RBF. But so. it was a very interesting exercise and in like flexing and probably good for everyone to have those different communication styles to be able to go into if necessary. So now in my toolkit, I've got my <laughs> exactly my Nick Ashburn style uh, direct confident. Oh, thank you. Um, very clear. I wonder if I should try to impersonate you. <laughs> impersonate me for our listeners. Be like, was that Nick or was that Sandy? You might not know. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, but thanks for, for rehashing that. I, I just think it's such a funny story. I, first of all, I'm flattered that you chose me. I thought that was cool. Um, but, you know, it as, as our colleague Tyler Hoffman, who's also we've had on the show a couple mm-hmm. times, he said that that's a, he, as a former actor, he said that's a really hard thing to do, period. Like that that exercise it, when you're even a seasoned actor, that impersonation thing is super hard. Oh yeah, I gave up on the attempt to um, ape your voice specifically <laughs> and just went for mannerisms, posture. I brought a coffee cup and just. But it, it's interesting. You yeah. you think you think you know people? No, but you do. You think you know them quite well, and then to actually have to act them, you have to stop. And like watching meetings, like what does Nick do? What is he doing with this pen? What is he doing with the notebook? When does he take notes? When does he, you know? Um, I'm playing with a pen right now. There, so you, there go. you go. So it was interesting. Fun and, little, and fun your, little exercise. But it, the key takeaway for me too was what your professor said. <gasps> yeah. At the end, he nailed it. He really did. He said that look. That sounds like someone who's very uncomfortable with ambiguity. And, and I, said, I am. You are tremendously correct. I just don't love ambiguity. I mean, I am a more direct I person. I like like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So so that was great that he hit the nail on the head, which mm-hmm. means I think you did a great job. I think I so. Think but you did it's a great interesting because I wasn't even asking you in the interview about ambiguity. Right. It just is so much a part. But you know what I think the thing is. So we read this book. And one of your strengths, I'll just like tell you guys about Nick while we're here. Get to know your hosts. Oh, thanks. One of your strengths is that you are a very willing participant in what they call like the mirror mirror exercise, which is you're never so, you I don't think, are never so invested in something that you are not comfortable, that you are uncomfortable uh, being critical. Ah. So a lot of folks can get into a project and be like, I have ownership of this project. I'm excited about this project. And therefore, I'm sort of all in. I'm not going to stop and be critical. Ah. You are very comfortable saying you know, okay, so we're like six months and 
$60,000 into this, but let's ask the hard questions. That's something you do really well. One thing that you do that can be a communication downside sure. on, the on the radio is that you, I think this is um, part and parcel with the confidence and the uh, dislike for ambiguity, are a broader, you communicate in sort of broad, not nuanced fashions. Uh, that's, that's not true. a good partner for us. Yeah. That Why? that that project is going to be fantastic. That's the best project we've done. And so it loses the like that partner. We don't share the same stakeholder alignment as yeah. that partner, that sort of thing. That's but I usually think, I what th- you bring to the com- – like, if I make those Blaken statements, you're like, and here's why. <laughs> exactly. But I was like, oh, we're such a good team. Yeah. But it does really communicate strength. Uh, like, well. I felt very powerful getting to speak as you for 10 minutes being like, yes, no, hate it, love it. <laughs> very hate strong it, it. statements. <laughs> cool. So it was fun. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate that. And I, I think it is a – it's a really interesting exercise. And I think I wanted – not because you impersonated me, but A, I learned a lot – but B, I, you know, our listeners, like these are the types of tools that at a university, at a business school, you get to to do. And um, we encourage you to look into those types of skill building exercises mm-hmm. with your teams as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot around women in the confidence gap. So it wasn't a bad mm. thing to have to step into a guy's shoes and that different communication style for a bit. Awesome. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.